0: This is the Dan and Joe Show.
1: Ha we're back. Nice. Oh man, two months after the crime that was our first podcast, the first podcast that worked
0: anyway, we are back. Yeah, There's a couple others, you're right, you're right. Yeah, we are. Nice, yeah we're back and uh, and we're getting excited. Um, we've got lots to talk to you about because it's been two months, obviously. so much to talk about, so dude. Uh, yeah, th- we'll see what happens here.
1: All right, why don't we just get into it? Okay. okay. Um, what do we
0: got? What what's first, I... We got
1: these drinks here. Oh, drinks. In the So we're turning into Dignation, is that what it is? Continuing tradition, maybe. I bet a lot of places do speaking this. Speaking of
0: which speaking of which, uh, Dignation was last Wednesday yeah. was on the the new Jimmy Fallon late night show. Oh really? Kevin and Alex were on there. They like, you know, pulled out some beers <laughs> and their laptops. And Jimmy had his laptop too. Oh. And uh and yeah, so they uh they talk, you know, tech news that the kids like. You it, know? Wow,
1: that's you so. know that's 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 all right. Yeah, I, I was pretty cool? I was pretty skeptical at first. I, I watched the first episode of the Jimmy Fallon show and it was just like, "God, this is painful." <laughs> like this guy's not funny, <laughs> but like that is at least that's a new direction for late night TV. Because because well, who's up watching it that late anyway? It's yeah, like I don't know.
0: The the other question I have on that is like. Why does late night? Why does every late night TV show have the exact same format? Have you ever thought about that? Yeah. Like I mean, he does the same. You know, like stand up there, right. and do a five minute stick, and then he'd sit down and do a couple more jokes at his desk, and then invite the guy out. You know, and oh, then they, were guest. they were guests. They were
1: guests. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. So yeah,
1: they're guests. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that's that's but, so you know, cool. They, they, were, they invited some British comedian on, and then they invited Kevin and Alex, and then there was a band playing at the end. You know, and it's. Just,
1: you know, it, it works. I, I think guess it's just that's because it that's I mean, that's how it's always been.
0: I, yeah. i was just wondering, like, is somebody going to do something different? That's what I mean, people look for. I mean, maybe all they do that's different is, uh, you know, they uh, watch Nightline or something like
1: that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, if you're old enough to want to watch Nightline instead of The Tonight Show, mm-hmm. you're probably a lost cause.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, that's... Uh, Anyway, it's, oh, we got some beer, right? Yeah, it's
1: St. Patrick's Day over
0: here. Yes, it is. I don't some know recording where Recording on St. Patrick's Day. Um, it'll hopefully come out later this week. But right but, now, uh, it's St. Patrick's Day. That's right. And <clears throat> in celebration
1: of that, we got some Guinness Extra Stout.
0: Oh man, this here. is my favorite. This is how real Guinness really should be. It's uh, it's it's thick. It's true. Mm. It's true.
1: Guinness, like normal Guinness from a bottle, not yeah, so good. A little watered down. It's it's yeah. It's just not much flavor. A watered down. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, now, that if you like that was a strong bad reference, but if anyway. you're like me and gulped down a Guinness last Saturday in about ten seconds, uh, well, good for you. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to mention that. Nice. Anyway, nice. let's get into these.
0: Okay. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Oh man, look at that nice big cold bottle. This would be.
1: This would be. What you might call a cold one.
0: Yeah, if you're yep. a fan of the strong yep. bad. Yep, I think you're right. It, it is, and uh, it's good. It's it's very good.
1: That's good. That's definitely Guinness. That's uh... Mm.
0: that is dark
1: Guinness. Yeah,
0: darker totally. than normal. Totally. I think. And maybe a little more carbonated. Totally. Maybe. Yeah. The funny thing is they the regular Guinness bottles, if they sell you know they when they sell those, yeah, they have like a weird thing to try to preserve the carbonation. These are just better anyway. I don't know. Mm.
1: Oh, yeah, the the widget, they call it, right? Yeah. They, they put yeah. that in the cans, too, and you're not supposed to actually drink that out of the bottle. Yeah. You're well, supposed they, to pour it into They do
0: this. I mean, it doesn't have that, like, beautiful head, maybe, yeah. but it still tastes darn good. So, mm-hmm. anyway. Guinness. Delicious. Yeah. Guinness. Good stuff. We're going to be sipping back a little bit while we're, you know talking so the big news the real big news is that uh, i guess gonna go out of control i don't know about you well you know is that that really that uh, um joe and i are moving into oh, wait never mind um, no that what? <laughs> that's just a rumor sorry uh the big news it's is an obs- that unsubstantiated uh, rumor. yeah very unsubstantiated uh the big news is that a week and a half ago watchmen came out that is big news, and we were excited about that last time we recorded it. We're way episode. excited, so um, it, it's finally here, um, and uh, both of us have seen it. Joe's seen it twice, I think. Guess so. what?
1: Everything you've heard about it is true. Is that good, huh? I'm just kidding. You, you thought it was good? I I did enjoy it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it stuck pretty pretty close to the story. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd agree. Zach Schneider has proven himself in that way. Uh, I mean. Really, he so he did three hundred too, and uh, yep, yep. there wasn't much that you couldn't put in there that wasn't in the story. If that makes any sense, you know, like it was. It strikes me as just a very easy story to transition to the screen uh, and keep it very faithful to source material. Watchmen is a little more complicated, I would say. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. and a little less easy. But uh, I thought he did a great job.
0: It's a. a it's a, you know it's one of the most popular graphic novels of all time, and it's uh, it's you know it's a little controversial in some ways too. So yes, you know um, <coughs> it also probably has more of a dark story than even three hundred did. I think so.
1: Three hundred just had kind of a macho story. I mean, yeah, you, yeah. You know, if you know your Greek history at all,
0: that's. Well, and yeah, and especially storyality. when it's done by Zack Snyder in a very uh macho format, so
1: yeah i I thought uh I liked what he did with the music quite a bit, the opening sequence yeah. of the movie Bob is probably Dylan. yeah, probably one of my favorite parts, yeah, um, it, that was really part. good because
0: they, they got a lot of they even you know managed to throw in a lot of backstory, yeah just that wasn't even a in, like, of like photos, it was in the book, but much. it really
1: it wasn't in the book, but it fit you know some
0: of those shots were
1: in the book, yeah, but, no I know um, it's
0: just. Part of like the the, the, uh, the hippies putting the flower in the gun right before they get shot. Yeah, like. that was good. That was good. I like that. Um, and well, the, the thing that you get in the book is like they actually do a lot of this backstory in actually like pages.
1: Like, right, the written kind of the, the written out parts written in between out pages the of
0: of of, bo- of other books between chapters, like other books or pamphlets or something yeah. about the different Watchmen characters. So it's an interesting way to do the. Uh, um, backstory, and that was one of the things that I was actually most worried about when seeing Watchmen was that, um, like, I wasn't really impressed at all with three hundred. It mm-hmm. um, yeah, was I and, and uh I was just worried that you know it'll just be this like action film, and like Watchmen is a pretty complicated plot. I mean, yes, <coughs> me, Watchmen's deep. It, it's deep, complicated, and I was pretty sure there was no way they're going to get most of that on film. And Seriously, I was pretty. I was very surprised that it it translated the film. <laughs> That well. And they got it, I think.
1: Well, and and even well. the parts that they weren't able to put in... I don't know if you've heard about this, but to kind of promote the movie... I don't know why they didn't release it before the movie, but... What is it? The Black Freighter story is actually being released as a... Uh, made as a separate film uh, starring Gerard Butler. Oh, really? Yeah. And huh. they're releasing that on DVD, as well as a documentary-style movie of uh, Under the Hood. Okay. So, uh, which are both... I mean... I'm it's just kind of like either, tying – but... well, the, the Black Freighter is the comic book that the kid is reading throughout the – Oh, right, 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 right. And yeah. Under the Hood is the the story sure, about sure. the 1940s heroes that was written by the retired uh, night one. Oh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that the uh, – one of the big parts of the graphic novel was the uh – the boy sitting at the newsstand reading right. the Black Friday. Well, and that story—it didn't really show up in the film. That but, story is
1: really supposed to run parallel and to the yeah. to the rest it of the bigger it story. Out to
0: film that all well, I don't think um, either, But,
1: but uh, they they actually did want to put that in, which is why they filmed it all and they're releasing it separately but
0: the uh, movie already
1: runs close to three hours.
0: Well, I've heard they're coming out with maybe a super extended sp- special edition or something uh, Yeah, like I've heard so that too. It might be thrown into that maybe? I guess, I don't know. Yeah, that's the idea,
1: is that they'll, okay. it'll
0: all be it'll all come together like this. I guess I wouldn't mind seeing that ones. again, or, I mean, with with more stuff in it, because yeah. it'd be interesting.
1: Yeah, it might be cool. Um, I, I'll, I will certainly check it out when those come out. Uh, yeah. Of course, anyone who's not familiar with Watchmen will have no idea
0: what we're talking about right now. Yes, but, uh, and although we recommend that, you know, if you're a fan of Watchmen, if you've read the graphic novel, or if you, you know, like fairly dark comic book stories, uh, comic book characters, uh, things like that, you can uh, definitely go see the movie. You should go out and see um, it, but, uh, but guess what? Yeah, there's a little bit of uh, stuff in there. It goes
1: a little bit off the rails. Yeah. Uh, it's a little uh, extreme.
0: Well, um, not surprisingly, there's one character who uh, shows a bit of nudity himself, and uh, well, but, uh, yeah. I mean, he's kind of a off the charts Superman hero, anyway. You'd, you'd uh,
1: have to know the story, but yeah.
0: Um, yeah. but yeah, there's there's that, and then and there's then there's a of, fairly extended love scene as well, so or two. Hey, why not? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, it, part, and you know, it's Zack Snyder, so it's got to be a little bit violent. Um, yeah, the parts that could have done with blood would be. Uh, it's still rated
1: R for sure. It's it's a comic book movie, you know, so they kind of. Figured they can get away with that ever since Sin City, you know? We're living in a post-Sin City world. Yeah, (laughs) You're you're right about that. And so movies kind of... Yeah. I could have done without a few parts, but overall, thought it was great.
0: Yeah. And actually, I'd have to say that um, I've just never really gotten into graphic novels that much. And also, like, I don't think I'm very good at reading them, honestly. Mm. Like... Even in, like, just written books, fiction, like, I'm usually – at some point I'm, like, so excited about, like – What's gonna happen next? That I'm barely even reading it. I'm more like skimming the pages, going, "Oh, what's gonna happen next?" <laughs> but like, it gets ten times worse with comic books because you like flip the next page and you're just like, "Whoa, look at all these new pictures! What what's go- what's going on over there? You know, what's going on over there on yeah. the right of the page?" And yeah. I shouldn't read ahead, but then I, <laughs> you know, so then I see what's going on, and then I don't really want to read all the text in between, and then I miss piece- pieces of the story. So I guess what I'm saying is like movies work a lot better for me. At least, and I think I actually, you know, kind of caught the storyline a little bit better by watching the movie than actually reading the graphic novel. So, yeah. I, you know, I still think, I mean, I knew enough of the graphic novel that I you know, could tell that they did a good job and got the story, but, mm-hmm. you know, I was glad to have a nice movie of it, I guess. So, yeah. And actually, yeah, I was like, I guess my expectations were pretty low because I'd heard just a lot of friends and other people on Twitter who were just like, yeah, it's just like three hundred. I saw like, that all I saw you're you're all like, Oh, it'll probably suck. Yeah, yeah. But you know, they were wrong and yeah. I mean but most of them hadn't read the comic book either, so yeah. For
1: some reason I've heard from I heard from a friend who I guess I don't have too many friends who are into comic books, but oh, yeah. I heard from a friend who has a lot of friends who are, who said that he didn't really like the movie or he... He liked it well enough, but not as much as other people. Uh-huh. But everyone he's talked to who has read the comic book liked the movie.
0: Yeah, actually, my boss said that, too. My boss said that, too. So, yeah, I think it's... Uh, <clears throat> and, and actually, well, it kind of shows, because uh, the first weekend it did pretty well. It got like $75, 80000000 and the second weekend it got like $17 million. It, Yeah, it, it, it really it died dropped. like 67%, which is, which is actually not too surprising for a comic book movie that isn't The Dark Knight. Or True. Spider-Man, but uh, um, yeah, it was a little, uh, a little, a little underwhelming for Warner Brothers, I'm sure. So yeah, well, at least
1: at least that means we won't see a sequel.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that, I guess that's <laughs> a good point. Uh, we don't really want a sequel. Although I've heard that uh, Zack Snyder's been uh, pretty much buying up every old comic book from the '80s, buying wow. the rights to uh, to them, and he might start a little franchise going on here. I don't uh, know. I guess but, if you so. got that talent. There is a place for that, I think, but <coughs>
1: there's also a place for original material. You know,
0: that just doesn't happen in Hollywood. Original stories, like,
1: about? like in the last 15 years, what's the compare? Maybe no, just in the last 10 years, I think. Like since the new, since 2000, how many? Oh no, I totally agree. I- reboots to franchises and like adaptations have we seen versus original stories? It just it, it's it's, it's a lot. mind blowing mm. sometimes. Yeah, I think there's a couple companies who are doing it right. It's like our um, society is folding back in on itself.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, you could be right. Um, That's yeah. I just wonder about that sometimes. That that reminds me of one other cool thing uh, that I uh, was excited about um, when going to see Watchmen is they showed a preview for Up. Yes. The new movie from Pixar. Pixar is one of the few companies that does something original every time. Yes. And, uh, or at least tries to. I mean, Disney's making them make a Toy Story 3, I think, and they're going to do it, but... But they'll know, do it right, at least. They, they do it well, actually, yeah. So, uh, But yeah, I've the newest preview for Up kind of shows what happens after they fly up into the air. I don't know if you saw it, but... Uh, I saw a little bit. I mean, you know, it shows them, like... <clears throat> hanging around in some weird like kind of kind of you know modern but prehistoric forest with some weird animals and uh <laughs> there's like a weird like you know 10 foot tall toucan type thing or, yeah yeah and yeah so i think it looks interesting like they kind of stumble upon some weird like parallel universe or alternate world or some weird part of the earth and try to get back home apparently and so uh Right, this old guy and this kid have a fun time. It looks like a lot of fun, and uh, there were actually a couple other previews from May uh, for movies in May that I was pretty excited about. Uh, the new Star Trek movie, looks yeah, amazing, dude, dude. It's so that news preview. Yeah, just on the blew flip side of, of what I was just
1: saying, sometimes these things end up being awesome. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, like
1: you, you know, the, the old Star Trek was in like what the late sixties. Right?
0: The original Star Trek series was yeah, the like yeah. late sixties, I think. Yeah,
1: and so it's kinda like, well what if you know, with the technology and all that we have to like the
0: mid eighties through the mid nineties was next generation or something. Right, like that,
1: right. So. It it was it early eighties to late, early nineties. Late eighties, early nineties, yeah. But it's like, you know, what if what if you could go back and do it again? And yeah, uh, and I I, I admit uh, apparently this is what everybody's saying, but uh I was skeptical of that uh, mm-hmm. before this trailer. But, um, the trailer before Watchmen, but now, I mean, after seeing that, I'm I'm totally sold. That movie looks fantastic.
0: Yep. And I can't wait. Yep. And it's going to be a big May, because, uh, besides Up and Star Trek, um, at first I was very skeptical of the, uh, Wolverine movie. Right, But the yeah. last preview that came out as well was just kind of like, okay, this might be awesome. Yeah. I'm still a little skeptical, but... I... Yeah. I'm it, probably going to go see it.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. It's, uh... It it'll probably be great. You, you don't know though. Hugh Jackman's pretty good. Hugh Jackman's good. I just hope that uh, at some point he gets all the metal sucked out of him, so that when he puts his claws out, they're made of bone instead of metal. Because
0: that happened. That in, would be that happened weird. in the comic book once. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Gee, that's kind of scary. He's in trouble when that happens. Yeah, I, I suppose. All right. So okay. Well, that's the movies coming up. Is there any other movies you have to check out coming up here? Uh, Public Enemies. Public uh, Enemies. I don't know if I remember that one. That
1: that uh, they should have showed a trailer for that before Watchmen. Maybe. Did, did you go they? to Block E? Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah. they might not. I don't know. They might not have shown it there. But uh, that, is is, that is that uh, is uh, Michael Mann's next movie. Oh, um, Michael Mann, the guy and, who loves uh, to hate Los Angeles. That guy can. He doesn't hate it. Well, I don't know. He, I mean, he portrays the dark side of it, but he knows how okay. to shoot it really well. Okay,
0: you're right. He knows how to shoot. He it He knows do L.A. Dude. I guess between him and like two or three other movies, I just like I don't want to go to L.A. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like between him and Crash and like just he did Crash. Movies? No, I know he didn't. But like oh. it's about L.A., like the dark oh, okay. side of L.A. You know, it's about fake L.A. Or like maybe maybe like uh, what is that? The movie with Ethan Hawke and uh, um, and uh, a big or African American actor guy. Uh, There's a lot of those. Training Day. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Between a couple Denzel of those, Washington. it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know about this whole L.A. thing. <laughs> if you yeah. know what I mean.
1: Yeah, it, so I what's it going to called? Public Enemies. This is this is called Public Enemies is not set in L.A. Which is maybe a
0: first for Michael no, there No, he did the Miami Vice recently, too. Okay. So, but um, yeah, most of his movies, like Heat and stuff. Heat, was, Heat and Collateral, definitely good movies, though.
1: Those, those are great movies. This is about John Dillinger and Pretty Boy Floyd and uh, early you know, 30s gangsters who... Uh, not gangsters like we were talking about in the last show, but... Uh, Johnny Depp. Gangsters. Ooh, Johnny Depp. I love Johnny And Depp. it's starring Johnny Depp. And Christian Bale. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And a couple How did of other I people? miss this?
0: Did it just come out in trailers recently? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I I'm kind have, of behind on I I my. Think internet I sent trailers. it to you
1: though. Because th- You did. Yeah. Anyway, this movie looks great. Like uh, July first. Okay. The trailer is just is yeah everything about it I've seen. It's like I didn't even have to think about it. You know that movie will probably be great.
0: I will probably love it. I will probably buy it at some point. I think you said that about American Gangster, but anyway. I did not. Okay. Maybe not. I'm just saying, it might not turn out that good. Just don't get your hopes up too high. I don't know, dude. Who directed... All right, did, I have to say that who directed I... directed uh, American Gangster? Ridley Scott? Yeah. He's had some misses. Yeah, I mean, Ridley Scott has had some misses. You're right. Well, Miami Vice was like a pretty bad uh I didn't see Miami too. Vice. But you're right. I think... Uh, think, uh, Michael Mann does have some credibility behind him. And, uh, I haven't seen the preview yet, so I shouldn't really judge. (laughs) Um, was there anything else on your, on your hit list of movies to go see this summer? That might
1: be it for right now. Okay.
0: Uh, Public Enemies comes out July 1st. Oh, so, uh, you've seen a new movie recently, I guess. I saw a new movie. No, well, it's about, it's about a year old, yeah. That's, yeah, I mean... I, to, I actually mentioned it on the last episode new of New to me, yeah.
1: It's I, called Once. I took, took your advice, went out and saw Once, um... Uh, at, well, it was partly your recommendation, partly at uh, another friend's recommendation. Um, nice, fan, nice. Fan of the show, actually. Fan of the show? Uh, uh, nice. Yeah, Shout out to the fans
0: of the show. And, uh, the actually, yeah, we should cover that. I mean, <laughs> a lot of people kidding. emailed us and said that they, uh, lots of people that we know mostly, uh, including my friend Jack from Texas, uh, contacted us and told us that... Uh, that that they uh, got to that point in the last show. Yeah, yeah. And, about, uh, so you know, there's, there's loyal less than... listeners who uh, who definitely <laughs> got you know the whole 50 minutes through last show. I think
1: more than six, but less than 10. That even. sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Some somewhere in there. Anyway, this uh, this particular fan of the show uh, won a contest to see. No, she didn't. Oh, um, uh, really? We just got oh. together and uh, saw this movie. Oh, okay, okay. Uh,
0: Good. Good.
1: And I I loved it yeah uh, yeah
0: it's it's Glenn Hansard does a, is a really good uh, artist that's the main actor and, yeah uh, yeah actually both the girl I can't remember her name right now but uh, both of them are good songwriters and they wrote all the songs yeah uh, it's kind of interesting I watched the interview you know and they're saying, you know these aren't the same characters I guess I said that in the last podcast didn't I right, they're not really right. the same characters as they actually are in real life, but they did write all the songs <laughs>
1: she was like 17 apparently really yeah and he was like 37. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe 19. I think she was 19.
0: Okay, that, that makes sense. Which surprised me, yeah. But, dude, yeah, that, that movie starts off just killer. Like, first there's a funny scene where, like, some stone dude comes and steals yeah. his guitar case with all his money in it. Right. And then, like, and but then the next <clears throat> scene, I think, was, was, or one of the next scenes was him playing out in the dark in the middle of, you know, in the middle of the streets in Dublin. Right. I think I've been down that street. It's like a little, like walking mall type area oh, yeah? in Dublin but huh. yeah it, and like he's out there by himself alone on the street and it's just a really cool shot because well one thing you gotta know is Glenn Hansard this guy he's just like he can sit up there with an acoustic guitar and like the first half of the song will be like nice and peaceful and like you know kind of sweet and stuff Yeah, the second half is gonna be him going like <laughs> and, he's, and he's yelling and he's yelling but it was like it's so passionate he yells it's really so well he's awesome, you know, <laughs> he's a good yeller yeah, yeah, but like totally not, in like a folk yeah. music rock way, kind of you know. I thought that was pretty funny too in, in the studio at the end, where or towards the end when they're recording in the studio, like the engineer guy in the studio is just like, yeah, these guys are totally a bunch of hacks and they're not going to amount to anything, right? And right. then like they play the first song and he's like, whoa, you guys are awesome, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I actually I
1: really liked the lighting too. I, I like that it was all natural lighting in the movie, mm, and it, yeah.
0: because it was shot on such a small budget. Like they just use it's friends' just apartments. It's just like hand, you know. And it's like homemade Steadicam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things yeah. where it's just like, yeah, yeah. It, it just it, felt really. I guess that was part of the style they wanted to go for. Is really is, organic. Know, as just like a you know, it's say. well done, but like it could have been recorded, you know, by your friend down the street who's right, a really right. good filmmaker or something. You know. Yep. And yeah, so I think the next part we're going to talk about is uh, TV shows. Um, most notably, sci-fi TV shows. I one, think.
1: well, actually, there's two things I want to bring up. Okay, sure. Um The well, first one is just a small thing, but I don't know if you heard yesterday that uh, sci-fi channel.
0: Oh my! Is gosh. changing its name? Yes, did. To sci-fi this is channel. Ridiculous. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. It's Except still called it's, sci-fi. It's spelled S Y F Y. Okay, channel. that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make not that the any sci-fi sense. channels ever made any sense, to be honest. Well, but.
1: here's here's a, here's the an idea that someone I, I read had is that uh, you remember TNN? It was the Nashville Network.
0: Yeah, and oh, then it totally. was
1: and then it was the National Network. Yeah, oh and then yeah, it was Spike TV. They're Actually, thinking, for a
0: while when it was the National Network, it was more like. It was the network that ran Star Trek Next Generation episodes every night? Yeah. That's when I watched it. But anyway.
1: <laughs> um, but it was, a you know, the National Network is just a transitional name. That's true. Yeah. Um, someone is speculating, or some people...
0: Oh, there goes the cops.
1: Yeah, you predicted that would happen, didn't you?
0: Well, I don't know. You're on a fairly busy street. It might happen. That's, the window's yeah, that's open. true. For
1: some reason, I didn't think it would. Anyway. Um... Someone is predicting that this is a traditional name, or transitional name as well. To which, what? I don't know. Like it, okay. might, it might be that sci-fi is just going to have They're a They're now going to call
0: themselves the Wee
1: Channel. Let's hope not. <laughs> I'm on a rampage! Yeah, so, yeah some technical difficulties have uh, forced us to end that little rant. But uh, now we can move on to the important stuff anyway. Yeah. Like the show
0: Dollhouse... Not on the Sci-Fi channel, it's on Fox. But it is a Sci-Fi show. Or on Hulu.com, because that's where we all go. If you, yeah, if you're cool and you go there, then mm-hmm. you can watch it. Yeah, um, and uh, I posted a blog post about this like a month ago, a couple weeks ago at least. And I ignored um, it
1: until yesterday.
0: Oh, you did? Yeah. Is that why you started watching yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, read my blog. You know, if you do it, or if you do it, I, it early, you'll get I'd, on things earlier. I think
1: I did read it, I, and I always okay. kind of had it in mind that I wanted to watch
0: it, but... Uh, uh-huh. Or at least check it out. Well, we are both fans of Joss Whedon's Firefly and we The are, Serenity. Yeah. Um, so, I have a problem, though. You have a problem with the show. I, I can see that. That yeah. I mentioned to you yesterday. You look angry. No,
1: I'm just uh, I am very angry. <laughs> you no, know, um, look like
0: you had an angry whopper. That's the.
1: <laughs> well, believe it or not, Dan.
0: <laughs> sorry. Yeah, keep going. Um. Might just you have be a this Guinness
1: Making me angry. Problem with uh, Dollhouse.
0: Yes. Um. Although I noticed you tweeted that the, uh, the FBI inspector was from Battlestar Galactica. Is that yeah, right? he's awesome.
1: Yeah, Hilo, he is cool. He's Hilo cool. from Battlestar Galactica is in the show, and, and that guy is – Hilo is one of my favorite characters on Battlestar Galactica, which okay, – just OK. I'm going to get it out of the Your way. problem. Get it out. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. I will not hesitate to call it the best sci-fi show in history. OK. I, wow. Everyone should that's, see that show big. if you like sci-fi. I have to watch it then. You should. Um, yeah. It's amazing.
0: Like, Can I watch it all on Hulu? No. Oh. I have to, like, rent DVDs or something. Talk to me later. I'll, I'll hook you up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Uh, Maybe I should get a Netflix subscription or something. No, okay.
1: You could do that if you wanted to submit to the man, man. Oh, all right, all right. All right. Anyway, um, so naturally, any show, any sci-fi show, I'm going to compare to Battlestar Galactica.
0: Okay. I mean, it's unfair in this case, but... Uh, well, I mean, yeah, Scar or Dollhouse does not have humans or Cylons. I mean, they have lots of humans, I guess. But you should watch the Battlestar Galactica
1: and answer that question again. Oh, anyway. okay.
0: <laughs> um, I really don't know what I'm talking about. So,
1: but uh, when so so forget all that. Uh, Battlestar Galactica is a great show. It's ending nice. soon. Nice. Um, when I, so I'm going to compare Dollhouse to Firefly. Right, sure. It's, it's sure. the only other Joss Whedon show I've seen myself um,
0: included. Yes, that's that's right. I haven't. seen But any of those. he
1: also did Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You know?
0: Yeah, didn't really watch that. I mean, never watched that. I've seen a couple uh, seconds of an episode. Or two, it always maybe. looked a little cheesy
1: to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I know Joss Whedon is detail oriented. He's he packs a lot of stuff into his shows, and
0: uh, and I think, they my, out, I think my roommate Jeremiah's comment was like. He's like it's not the best sci-fi show but it's pretty well written. Yeah. You
1: know. It's well written, it's well it's well done like someone a geeky person that I was talking to at some point uh said about Firefly that like the the first time he, I think it's like in the first episode there's a point where they go into this airlock on the ship mm-hmm. and they've got this these like crates of something and they're floating in the air because the The artificial gravity hasn't set in, and then when it does, they all fall to the floor. And so that was like an example of of the detail orientedness of Joss Whedon that he appreciated. Yeah. Right. Um, Dollhouse is the same way. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in it. Uh, it's it's very compelling, very interesting. But the problem I have with it, and it's the same problem I have with Firefly, and probably Buffy the Vampire Slayer if I had ever watched that is his common theme of having these young attractive extremely vulnerable girls who need to be protected which mm-hmm. it, but as it turns out have like also have like latent abilities that come out every once in a while and yeah. and are yeah. able
0: to kick some ass and actually in firefly it didn't really show itself completely. Well Serenity did though. It did in Serenity, yeah. But I mean like if they it hadn't really have, gotten there. It would have in Firefly. Yeah. Um, no, totally.
1: And I it think that would've. the problem I have with that is that I think it really caters to like lonely geeks. <laughs> you know? Uh huh. Um, okay. Or as I said yesterday, the lowest common denominator. <laughs> like it 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 really yeah. Yeah. like it's it's really trying to pull in a certain type of person by using young, attractive, vulnerable women. Um, You're probably right. So I, yeah, I don't really care for that. But uh, luckily, the show there's more to the show. You still than watched it though. Yeah. I still watched yeah. it, and there, I think there's more to the show than just that element, which is what what keeps it compelling. Oh, yeah, I
0: think there's a lot more to the show, um, which is you know, there's uh, the idea is that these. Um, w- well, people in the dollhouse. Yeah, there's, there's girls, girls and guys. And guys. But um, the main character is a girl. Um, but they, uh, they're basically, it seems that they've decided or subjected themselves to this treatment where their memory is, like, wiped clean, and then, like, for any new mission, they're given, like, a whole, like, they're, as they call it, imprinted with a new yeah. set of memories, which are kind of, like, Put together from another bunch of other memories of. So they're able
1: to do whatever they need to do
0: for this. Yeah, in one episode, she was a really uh, proficient uh, safe cracker person, and they stole lots of. Performing a heist, goods. Yeah, it was like Ocean's Eleven or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, except with three people, four
0: people. Yeah, so but there's a lot of interesting stuff there. It seems that uh, even though they wipe her memory clean, that there might be a little bit of this. Memories of stuff still sticking around. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was some problem with one of the earlier uh, actives, as they call them. Right. Uh, and uh, we're not sure exactly what's going on there, but it doesn't sound good. You probably won't be sure until, like, season four or something. Well, it could be. And that's actually one of my things. I mentioned in my blog post about what I hate about TV shows. but Yeah. Um, just because they string you along forever. Forever. It's really true. or yeah.
1: Or they'll... Keep finding new things to string you along with, like which is actually that's that's a little more tolerable, I think. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. so so I don't I don't keep up with heroes, but my I, I watched the whole I think first two seasons, I think they're on the third season now. Yeah, yeah. But I think the idea there is that each season and twenty four too, each season contains a it's a self contained story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you can really, I mean. It's still a lot of it's episodes nice. to watch, but it's, it's nice because it's, like, that's it. You can kind of take it or keep going or, or just take it or leave it. Whereas yeah. all of these other shows, Lost especially is probably the worst culprit of this, is, like, it's, there's so many questions and so much stuff that they just have spewed out in every direction, and they're trying to close all the loose ends, especially because they're trying to sort of draw the series to a close at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's never going to wrap up satisfactorily because when you start a show like that, you don't necessarily have everything planned out. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. And that's stuff true. can
1: unexpected stuff can happen. Characters can get killed off. You come up with an idea mid season, and that goes in a different direction. Yeah, like, yeah. So they, I mean, it's it, in some ways, if you have good writers, and that's how they're operating, it makes the show fresh and compelling but it also just uh if they go too crazy off the deep end it just doesn't doesn't end up working out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean we'll see, we'll see. We'll Yeah, the other thing I mentioned that I didn't like yet, about it, Dollhouse is it seems and I th- I think I've seen this on a lot of TV. Is it just seems like all of the bad guys are just more insane than any of the bad guys you see in movies, you know? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, like and I a part of this was also like 45 minute episode of dollhouse most of them were at least the first three or four were more intense i'd say than probably almost any movie i've seen just because you're like oh my gosh there's this psychopathic like you know child murderer or something <laughs> you know and he's going to he's going to get her or something and i don't know i i don't know maybe i'm not used I've seen to, i'm just not used to watching movies. tvs but you know or I don't know. I mean, it's just, like, in other, like, in movies and stuff, a lot more you get a bad guy that you're like, dude, that guy is, like, he's bad, but he's cool, and you like, in, these, in this show and, like, other shows I've seen, like, when I've been watching, you know, CSI or something, it's just, like, they're psychopathic and they're not really, like, cool, you know? Yeah. They're not. I don't know. Yeah. That was, that was my other rant about it, so. Overall, I think it's a pretty good show. I'm... Kind of watching yeah, it. I'll, I'll definitely keep watching it for
1: a while. I think uh, it seems like some of these shows. Like I was watching *Sarah Connor Chronicles* for a while too, the the Terminator series, yeah, yeah. and I have just kind of, oh. even though the the opening of the second seasoner was a, was really good, it was really amazing. I just never went back to it.
0: A couple nights ago, I think the uh, the the lead girl in. Uh, from Firefly, was actually on the Saracana Chronicles. So uh,
1: She's a regular on the show. Is she? She's okay. one of the Terminators, actually.
0: Okay. Well, I just knew she was on
1: there. She's a good Terminator, know. though. <laughs> and it's nice. kind of the same thing. This kind of, like, well, I mean, she's a little less confused well, and vulnerable than she was okay. in Firefly, but uh, but it's still kind of the same, like, cute girl who can totally kick your ass.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's more actually because she was raised in gymnastics and ballerina and stuff or something, yeah. I think. But, you know. Probably. Cool. Well, that's oh, – you said there was another new TV show that just started that you wanted to mention or something, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Kings. Kings. Kings is a – it's Uh, – got to give props to NBC who usually doesn't like to take risks because they're – Yeah. They're kind of – I mean – They're on in my top. mind, they've always kind of yeah. been the forefront of network television. Uh, they're usually up there, yeah. But uh, I guess they're they're trying new things lately because they started, they premiered this new show last Sunday uh, called Kings, which is, it's all fictional, you know, fictional setting, fictional countries and uh, people and all that. But it's yeah. basically yeah. a, it's a modern day setting telling the story of David and Saul from the Bible. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh so they, they kind of translated and and you see like familiar things from the, the biblical story, but it's uh huh. it's very well done. And uh I I I don't know, I just I was really impressed with the acting and kind of the translations hmm. from this from the story to modern day. And I'm I'm very interested to see where it goes. It could I think if this was on Showtime or HBO or something, they would have packed a lot more raunchy stuff into it because that seems to be what they do.
0: Well, yeah, that's shows what they like, do on cable uh, TV, like yeah. The
1: Tudors or uh, Rome were on there re- lately, and they were all about kind of rich royalty families, and uh, it just it was almost unwatchable to me because there's yeah these distractions. Yeah. But uh, but this is a this shows on network television, and uh, so they have to kind of stick to a formula there. I mean, stick to some guidelines rather. Huh. Cool. Uh, cool. So I'm I'm very interested to see where that series goes. Uh, it it could end up being. I think this would be the wrong decision that they for them to. This would be the wrong direction for it to go in, but it could end up being like, you know, kind of a rich kid rich kids soap opera story. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I guess I'd recognize too that they don't. Uh, they can't kind of. They can't. Necessarily translate stories from that part of the Bible into every epi- every episode but uh, mm, but it, yeah, it started yeah. out with kind of a this version of the David and Goliath story oh, and, the first episode was yeah. at least yeah um, interesting so instead of uh, instead of like killing a giant, he uh, blows up a tank and ends huh, up rescuing okay. uh, some soldiers and he kind of becomes a which ends up forcing a peace treaty between these two countries. Um, so nice. he becomes this nice. national hero, and that's kind of how his his whole story gets started. Start to becoming a king. So he, right, yeah, right. he meets the king, uh, King Silas is his name, um, right. and uh, and it kind of goes from there. But uh, that's on Hulu, too. Uh, you should
0: check that out. Yeah, I saw one of my coworkers watching that during lunch today, actually. So. Really? Or maybe it was yesterday. No, it was today. I think. Cool, cool. So, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got a couple uh, tech news stories, that I'm going to try to run through as fast as possible. Yeah, we're um, running a little long, aren't we? Yeah, we're running a little long. Um, but that's okay. Uh, let's see. So, actually, last time we recorded, it didn't actually make the cut, um, because of some recording problems. But uh, one of the things mentioned, I mentioned, was the Palm Pre. I still think that's worth mentioning. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's a new phone from uh, Palm. It doesn't run the original Palm OS, but it's a new thing. And it's kind of interesting. They got a lot of stuff in there where, uh, like, basically you can log into your Facebook account, your Google account, and your, you know, a number of other little social networking things. And it'll, it'll, like you know, AOL Instant Messenger and other things like that. And it will all, like, tie them all together. So, like, your SMS and your A- AOL Instant Messenger and, like, all that are kind of all similar, like, kind of show up in all the same, like, messaging area, you right? Know? And so it's just, like, it's kind of interesting because it looks like, you know, um, it ties everything together. Um, you don't really, like, y- you're kind of, your data from every single part of, uh, the internet or different social networking systems kind of all comes together on this one interface on your phone. So it's an interesting idea. Um, We'll see where it goes. Uh, One thing that was also interesting, actually more newsworthy than that, the Palm Pre that was just announced a couple months ago uh, is uh, today, this morning, Google actually announced kind of the features that they're going to have ready for this summer. Or not Google, um, Apple for their iPhone. Um, And, (laughs) and, Lots of people were giving them crap because uh, a lot of these features were well overdue, such mm-hmm. as cut and paste and uh, <laughs> being able to send picture messages. This is over future SMS, tech over here. You know, future, like picture messages over SMS, you know. So, I mean, it, it's some of those things that, like, the f- free phone you get does these yeah, days, yeah. you know. And finally, the iPhone's doing it. But I think it's, you know, it's a good step in the right direction. The other thing that you're going to see that's interesting is, uh, Apple's put together a system where, without like, you can't run programs in the background yet because they're they don't really want you to because they're worried that you're going to run out of battery life because you got you know this crazy program that's running in the background checking Google every second to see if you've got a new instant messenger.
1: Maybe they could make a better battery.
0: That's possible. Um, What they're actually doing is basically once you sign into this the any programs site, the program could uh keep incoming messages on their server for you and then send through Apple send uh send a message saying, Hey, you've got two new messages. So what that does is that the phone only checks one place, which is Apple's server, to get messages from any of your applications. Oh right, okay so the apparently they said that they did some stuff where you know you had a program running in the background, and they're like the battery was eaten up like eighty percent faster or something like that, and they said, "Well, with our notification system where uh, the battery only runs like tw- or runs down like twenty percent faster, but you get a lot of new in- information there they also showed like an e s p n app where you know the e s p n like brought um, you weren't even in ESPN's program, but it brought a little notification up to the front of the screen. That says, you know, this and this uh, March Madness game is in overtime. You know, and you flag like this as something you wanted to see. It do you want to go uh, right to the program and watch the game? You know, hmm. on your ESPN app on your phone. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, it seems like it, it's functionality that would really help make some of these apps cooler. Um, apparently, they also talked about some stuff like for games where you could. the the developers could start making it. So in the game, you could buy levels and like, you know, level packs. Yeah. Yeah. Other features through the game. So, um, or through the app, any of any type. So there's a lot of improvements there. Like I said, cut and paste and, uh, other things like that. Uh, the features now. Yeah. That have been long overdue. Unfortunately, they're not going to be here till probably June, but uh, yeah, it's,
1: now is this? Well, is the, this, uh, the reason that
0: they announced it today was so that the people who make programs can start working on stuff. For is this, this actually service.
1: a new version of the iPhone? Or it's is it called just...
0: iPhone 3.0 software. So, so actually, software all the current update. versions of the iPhone will get the update. Okay. Um, iPod Touch users, I think, will have to pay ten dollars. Lame. Um, I think it's just the way that they.
1: That means you, Dan That
0: yeah, Dan, you got to pay. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about was the Amazon Kindle. was an What well, came out? Uh, about a month ago. Kindle 2, right? Kindle 2. Yeah. Um, you can I pretend know. you're reading on a computer. I still think it's interesting. Computer. I, I, I do. Um, I don't think it's there yet, obviously. Yeah. Um, first of all, it's like 350 bucks.
1: Yeah, to get one of these that's, things. That's but
0: uh, about... Second, I mean, the new thing is that they look a lot, a lot nicer and a lot thinner and a lot it's kind of sleeker. One thing that I can I can attest to is like... If I had one of those that had subscriptions to all the music magazines I like, even though it's not color, I wouldn't mind having that because right now I carry around, you know, like a dozen music magazines in my bag. You yeah. Know? And it'd be nice to have just one little thing that I carry around everywhere um, that has like a crap load of content on it. This but thing
1: should be $60.
0: It should be. And I think it will get to there, but it's not yet. Um, somebody did a study that said if, um, what was it? If the New York Times. Like paid, or no, if the New York Times gave all of their subscribers one of these, um they'd save like twenty million dollars in paper costs every year or something like that. Wow, <laughs> Holy so, crap I was <laughs> like, man, if you think about that uh let's see a new another thing that was announced a week ago was uh Google Voice. Um, which is supposed to be an upgrade to hey, the what is Grand that? Central. Grand Central came out a long time, like two or three years ago, and actually recently people were worried that uh, you weren't even able to get it anymore, just because, or well, you weren't actually able to sign up for a new account. If you had an account, you could still use it, but what it was back then was basically um, a web interface. You, you'd get a phone number, and then you could have that phone number um, forward to any other numbers you wanted, um, or you can have it send it send the voicemails as a sound file in your email so uh and um they've done some upgrades with Google voice actually they've redone it um apparently now if you, you so you have this one number and they want you to keep that number to be your number forever you know mm-hmm. and so you could forward that to your home number you can uh forward it to a cell phone number you could actually have it ring both your home number and your cell phone number at the same time and whichever one picks up will actually answer the call um, you can have it uh, actually screen for certain people. So, actually, if if your mom calls, you can have it leave. Or the voicemail message could be different than any other one, or something.
1: <laughs> hey, it, it's hey, a mom, caller ID I'm thing, not partying you know. Right but now.
0: but Sorry. you know things like that. Sorry, and then also, you. you know, if you don't want to talk to your mom, you could change it so that. As if your mom calls from that number, it'll automatically go to voicemail and <laughs> won't even, like, <laughs> ring your home phone. I don't know why you'd want to do this. That's but totally me. The other thing that's interesting is that you can also receive SMS messages to this number and forward okay. them or send them to your email or other things like that. So there's a lot of interesting things that, like, you know, could be interesting. Because, like, I wouldn't mind having that. You know, you, get, you get, uh, get your voicemails in your email and you can access them from anywhere or something like that. What about um,
1: snail mail? Can you get snail mail on this?
0: I don't know. That was one thing I worked on April Fool's one year. <laughs> Ooh, April Fool's is coming up. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that, that's an interesting little product. Quick, hour-long the, speculation the on April Fool's only, this year. The only thing I'm kind of hesitant about is just that Google owns everything these days and pretty much knows more about me than anyone else. Yep. You know, so why do I want to give them – Well, you use do their shopping them, cart though too, don't you? Why do I want to give them access to my phone information as well? Well, they probably already have that. I mean, like, no manage all my phone stuff, you know? I mean, they don't do that right now. Oh, and one thing I just thought I'd get you riled up for. Uh Uh-oh. Id Software is apparently pushing really hard to get Quake Live on the Mac. Because apparently, like, the...
1: That doesn't rile me up.
0: Yeah. Oh, come on. Quake Live is free, isn't it? Uh, That's a good question. I don't know. I've been hearing something about this. John Carmack apparently said... uh, Has been quoted recently as saying, Yeah, Quake Live is free, you're right. But Carmack just seems to be saying that, you know, Macs are great and (laughs) iPhones are great and stuff. I don't know. Isn't
1: he like the rocket guy now? Like, didn't he? I don't know. He was a founder of id Software, but then he like went and like built a rocket or
0: something. (laughs) Yeah. Well, one thing that he says is like a game like Quake Live could make a but much bigger splash on Mac and Linux, where there aren't so many other developers and titles grabbing for attention, which is true. Yeah. And uh, and actually, I mean, most developers don't make games for Mac, but I think there's enough there where like you can make a good game. Like the graphics engine in OS X is pretty darn good. Maybe. Wasn't. Why doesn't he just do what Blizzard does and put all his games out on
1: both PC and Mac at the same time? Make them reverse compatible.
0: That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. So, but he was also saying, yeah, he was also quoted at one point saying that the iPhone was like awesome. You know, or like I believe you know, it. I mean, I mean,
1: he he's a game developer, which means like he's going to be using that kind of stuff anyway, and so why not uh-huh. do it on a Mac? I think yeah. all the giant bomb guys use use Macs too. Yeah, yeah. They all have iPhones too.
0: Okay. Well, let's see. So, so good try. But sorry, But guess sorry. what? It's
1: going to take more than that to get me angry.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, I tried. I tried.
1: <laughs> um, You'd have to mention, like, Sci-Fi Channel or something.
0: Oh, no. Wait, we already did. Yeah, we did. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, I guess, was uh, apparently uh, Telltale Games, which recently did the Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People. Uh, they just recently put out a demo for the new Wallace and Gromit game. I haven't played it yet. But uh, yeah, I don't think I can it's tell out you. yet. Well, I think the demo's out. Okay. I could be wrong. Yeah, you're probably but, right. Um, I, I don't know, but uh, it sounds pretty cool. It looks good. Uh, it's in, I'm definitely uh, checking it out. It's in that art style, too, which... It's still 3D rendered, but it looks like a right, animation right. style. Yeah, the traditional Aardman yeah, Wallace that, and Gromit style. So, there was a... Yeah, I'm looking
1: forward to that. Apparently there was a Wallace and Gromit game in 1995, too. Really? Yeah. Well, but interesting. Uh, anyway, there yeah, there have been different iterations of the property over the years, but uh, I'll yeah, bet, yeah, I'll bet Telltale will do it justice. There, they seem to be able to do that. I think you're right. Uh, so we are running short on time, but real quick, I wanted to mention uh, while we're talking about video games. Uh huh. Um, so I'm a DS owner. Mm-hmm. I own a Nintendo DS. Yeah. They're nice. Yeah. They have two screens. You can use a stylus on one of them. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen those. And, uh, Played Brain Age once. Brain Age is all right. Um, but uh, the like one of the first games I got when I, I got a DS was uh, Professor Layton and the Curious Village. Yeah, I remember that. Which, uh, if you're into puzzle games, Puzzles. Uh, you need to check this out. Um, I just finished it a uh, couple weeks ago, finally. Like, I kind of put it down for a long time. And then yeah, it was, it was about a year or two ago. You got it. So. Decided to go back and finish it, but but uh, that game is awesome. Uh, there's a number of reviews you can look up, but uh, really, like if you like puzzle games and like a, a very unique kind of art style and storytelling, uh, this game is... It's really for all ages. Like, it's... Uh, it, the the art the art style it has so it's japanese but you would never know that yeah I don't think. yeah and actually apparently there's a have, lot of japanese stuff that looks kind of european they have two order. more sequels in japan that may or may not huh. come to america but I, I hope they do because the whole style of this is like is that of like an old like pbs animated special
0: huh. you ever watch those when okay. you were younger uh, not too much but yeah um maybe
1: and the, yeah, good voice acting, like just kind of quirky story and all kinds of different characters to interact with. Uh, uh-huh. So the, the basic premise is you, you know, Professor Layton is this uh, this brilliant kind of puzzle-solving guy, um, and he has this uh, apprentice, Luke, who's this little kid who goes with him. And they're, the, the whole thing is very European style. Um, but they end up uh, going to this town to... At the request of the the mayor or something, solve a case or whatever. Uh, it's kind of he's kind of a Sherlock Holmes type of character.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, he's very
1: modeled after Sherlock Holmes. And uh, when they get there, like it's like everywhere they turn, it's like you know solve this or that puzzle. You know, and it's, you can find hidden puzzles throughout. But there's kind of overarching. There's a story that kind of keeps uh, getting. A little more complicated, but uh, still accessible and still compelling. Um, And uh, overall, a a great, a a very rewarding experience. So uh, if you have a DS and
0: you like puzzle games, check out Professor Layton. Sounds cool. Sweet. Well, uh, without much further ado, I think we're uh, pretty much ready to wrap up here. What do you think? Already? Oh, already! It's been like an hour. <laughs> of course, I didn't think we could get any longer than last time. But uh, all right, oh, we we proved that wrong already. So. Thank you
1: for listening, and uh, if you feel compelled to, uh, let me know again if you got to this point in the podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, or you know, post on the forums if you got some. Yeah, fan the forums art. are working now. If you have got some fan <laughs> art. Uh, the forums do work now. Yes, thanks, Joe. I know I, some uh, people tried to post. I, I uh, and couldn't. Didn't get to that right away. Um, sorry. So, uh, you now if you know who you are,
1: um, you can try posting again and uh, maybe it'll work this time.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll read it. What do you do?
1: <laughs> hey, I read everything that comes into there.
0: Okay, well, that's or good. I, or I will when it, something comes in. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, well. Cool, later. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, folks. See ya. See ya. Bye. Here. Right, Joe? We can talk about something right. Hey, have you heard of this Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto? I heard they're coming with. I saw, I was walking by the GameStop downtown after watching Watchmen, and it said Grand Theft Auto Chinatown.
1: Yeah, that's for the DS. Chinatown oh, Stories, I think oh. it is. Is it 3D or is it 2 uh, It's like top down. I think it's more in the style of the old Grand Theft Auto games. Okay. One and two. Okay. okay. But uh, yeah, I don't know. They had a big, big enough poster
0: it. where it was like, you know, oh, it must be the new thing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's, I mean, it's, it's called Grand Theft Auto, so they've oh, got to make a big uh-huh. deal out of um, it.
0: Do you have an opener for the beer? Yeah, yeah I got to. Okay. I gotta just I'm checking. i on my keys, so I'm always uh-huh. ready to party. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't expect any less from you, to be honest. Never expect less from me. Yeah, because you will only get more. Well, that's good. That's
1: Th- good. What does that even
0: mean? Yeah. So um, when we start this, you want you still want uh, Sufjan Stevens to come in too? That- sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That was classic. You know, you you thought of that. And I, was like, I was, Dude, That's good. I was totally on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds no, awesome. Right. So it's the start of Chicago. Yes. Oh, it's going to happen. All right, let's see what we got here for levels. I think they're gonna be pretty good, but again, last time I said that. Oh yeah, I
1: was gonna, I
0: was gonna say just one more last test while we're talking here. Um, my uh, my dad got the one disc version of Wally, you know, yeah, like the cheap version. Mm-hmm. And then a couple weeks ago, my brother Tim was like. Dude, Dan, uh, I totally saw that uh, the the one, the, the ninety minute, the Pixar story documentary. He's like, that was awesome. And Dad's like, I want to see that? Where is that? I was like, dude, it's not on your copy. He's like, oh man,
1: I should watch that then.
0: Oh, it, it, it's awesome. It's like ninety minutes. And it goes through the whole history of Pixar. Wow! And has like all kinds. It's all like interviews with even interviews with like Steve Jobs and George Lucas, who Mm. originally were a part of it a lot. Yeah. Um, And then you know more like how John Lasseter got into being like the head of Pixar and where he worked at Disney before and things like that. Yeah, it's a very interesting story. Yeah. So it's ninety minutes though, and it's on the second disc there. Cool. It's definitely worth checking out. Anyway, so let's see how this sounds here.
1: It, is it
0: gone? Yeah, it's gone. You you wanna do the intro? Or uh
1: <laughs> we're back. Nice. Oh man. Two months after